0: People ask me all the time, why do you just seem, I don't know, like you really just enjoy every single aspect of your life? Don't you have any bad moments? And the answer is, I have a ton of bad moments. I mean, all the time. I promise I have as many as you, but I don't let it affect my happiness. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love Money episodes that I like to call my two cents. And today I'm actually going to talk about one of the most valuable assets you can ever have in the world. Quite honestly, it's something that is totally within your control. Matter of fact, it's one of the number one things that you can control. And whether you are rich or poor or anywhere in between, this one valuable asset is totally up to you. And that is Your happiness. And listen, whether you feel happy right now while you're hearing this, or whether you feel down or somewhere in between, that's okay because I'm actually going to explain why it's so valuable, why anybody can have it. And I'm going to use a lot of personal examples from my journey as to why I am such a dang happy individual on a regular basis. And here's a clue it's not because of our wealth. We've been happy rich and we've been happy broke. But the key is we've been happy almost the entire time. And that's because of the intentionality that has come behind it. Now, before I get into that, I want to talk to all of my entrepreneurs out there that are rolling up their sleeves and trying to figure out why everybody else is growing faster than them. And if that's making you unhappy, it's time to change that. And we're doing our best to do that for you. Lori and I have created our new early stages, our new entry-level mastermind that quite honestly, everybody has been asking for. You know, I've always had my elite mastermind, the one that costs over $30,000 each year to be a member of. And you've seen online, if you watch us on Instagram, you see all the awesome stuff we do. And you've probably been wondering, wait, that's the stuff I need to learn. How do I plug into that when I'm just getting started? Because number one, I don't qualify. Number two, I can't afford it. And we heard you and we built it. Matter of fact, we built it at a number that absolutely does not fit our normal profitability standards because we heard you loud and clear. So if you're an entrepreneur anywhere in the range of 50 to 250... And by the way, the question I get the most is, what if I'm at 40? What if I'm at 30 a year? That's okay. As long as you think you are ready to take off and ready to apply what we teach. So if you're an entrepreneur in that range... We have designed for you a five-month mastermind that is everything I wish existed when we were getting started. Instead of poking around in the dark, instead of watching everyone else take off but you, instead of trying to figure it out and costing yourself time and money, and energy and frustration, and quite honestly, maybe even quitting, this is what could save you. This is what could unlock it all. We're lifting the veil. Matter of fact, we have built an over $20,000 mastermind for a tiny little itty bitty sliver of that. That's why I say we are running this way below our profitability standards, because it was the right thing to do. It's also the right thing to do to make sure we're teaching it in a way that reaches every single one of you. So we teach it in person and online, and we built a special video library just for this thing. And all three levels make up the magic that makes your business sustainable and explosive at the same time. Because that's the goal. A lot of you have a business that's going pretty well, but it's not sustainable. And many of you have a business that's sustainable because it's not going anywhere. And the goal is all the above. And you deserve all of the above. A lot of you have what I call an accidental business. You start selling a product, selling some coaching, started a podcast, started MLM, started something where you made some money on the side. You made your first 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 75, 100 grand. But that's not a business yet. That's just people buying your product. A business has all the fundamentals that nobody bothered to teach you along the way. We are asking you to slow down, learn those fundamentals in five months, roll up your sleeves and let us guide you. So if you are a new entrepreneur in the beginning stages of your business, I want you to go to fastfoundations.com. Check it out because there's not many seats left and not much time left. Go to fastfoundations.com. Not much time, not many seats. If it's a fit for you, I want you to pull the trigger. And quite honestly, if you've got questions, there's a button there where you can email us directly to ask the questions. If it's on your heart and if it's on your mind, then we need to have a chat. Fastfoundations.com. We built everything we wish existed when we were getting started. Now, let's talk happiness. Because of all of the things I've accomplished, I feel like my happiness is, is right up there with the things I'm most proud of. And and really, we're living in a time where. People talk a lot about depression, and we're, we're seeing these iconic figures you know, commit suicide. And it really can be a rough time when you are not in touch with one of the things that is the most important thing to be in touch with in your life, and that is your happiness. And I'm going to remind you what I said earlier. We've been happy rich, and we've been happy broke, but in both instances, we've been happy and people ask me all the time, why am I so damn happy? And Lori asks me in the mornings, why am I so happy? My friend Rob Murgatroy, when he interviewed me, said, you're one of the happiest guys I know. Where did that come from? People ask me all the time, why do you just seem, I don't know, like you really just enjoy every single aspect of your life? Don't you have any bad moments? And the answer is, I have a ton of bad moments, like wall kicking, head banging. Holy crap, how am I going to make it through this moment? I mean, all the time. I promise I have as many as you but I don't let it affect my happiness. You see, happiness is an overall consistency thing. It's an overall long-term thing. It's not what are you in this very exact moment, but it is, did you have a happy day? Did you have a happy week? Did uh, Did you have a happy month? And by the way, this did not always come naturally for me. So if you're sitting there saying, oh, you're built differently. Oh, you don't get it. Oh, you don't have the problems I have. Listen, we all are built differently. We all have our own sets of challenges And problems and happiness usually doesn't come naturally for most people. It certainly did not come naturally for me. I don't really remember being a happy person in elementary school. I know that's kind of sad, right? I don't really remember being a happy person in middle school. I don't really remember being a a naturally happy person in high school or college. Matter of fact, those were some pretty bleak years for me. I didn't want to be there. But I had a few examples in my life of extremely happy people. And they stood out. And damn it, I wanted to be as happy as they were. I wanted to live a life like theirs. And I hope that I'm that example for all of you that watch me online or that get to interact with me. One of those examples was my father. My dad, for as long as I can remember, has been a really happy guy. He's always seen the positive in things. He's always been there to lift us up as a family when maybe things weren't going so well. Now, he's had his share of some serious, serious problems, mistakes, etc. But it doesn't mean he wasn't happy and hasn't been this example and this beacon of happiness for me to be inspired by and to learn from. And so I've learned to find that, that happy attitude, that silver lining and everything by emulating my dad. Same thing with another gentleman who was first a boss and then he became a friend, Mark Spiker. Now, sadly, Mark was taken from us in his early 40s. So you never know how much time you have left, but you know what he did while he was here? He taught me to find the positive in every single situation. I mean, every single situation. He was so positive about everything that he used to annoy us as a boss in the moment. We'd say, what's wrong with this guy? Doesn't he live on planet Earth? Like, Why can't he take this problem so serious like we want to take it? But now I realize what he was doing. He had programmed himself to find the opportunity in everything, to find the positive in everything. Because dang it, why should you go through life being upset, grumpy, unhappy, miserable, or depressed? And it rubbed off on me. And he became, matter of fact, he left with me this standard of happiness and positivity and opportunity that I will forever be grateful for. And I've become intentional about it. And this is where I start to encourage you to take a look at your intentionality behind your happiness. My intentionality has paid off. I've been as happy for as many years as I can remember now. Better yet, my happiness has not just been a great asset to me. It's literally made me more wealthy. My happiness has made me more money. It's created wealth. Why? Because I'm the type of person that people want to be around. I'm the type of person that people want to be led by. I'm the type of person that people want to do business with, that people want to meet, that people want to plug into. Not because I'm smarter or you know doing something better than you or anything like that. It's just because I'm happy. And people want to be around to do business with and have opportunities with happy people. People ask for advice, not from those who are down and out, but those who are happy. And all of this happiness, all of these interactions, have led to opportunities that have created massive wealth. So the first lesson is that the wealth doesn't create the happiness. The happiness creates the wealth. I sure hope you're grabbing this. The wealth doesn't create the happiness. The happiness creates the wealth. Happiness is a choice. I'm going to use the word intentionality again. You have to be intentional. About choosing your level of happiness, it's like a muscle that you develop. It's a habit that you have to do over and over and over again be, until you program yourself for it to become your default. And whether you're currently rich, poor, or somewhere in between, I want you to first work on becoming happy. I want you to work on becoming happy while you work on getting rich. I want you to be, work on, you know, becoming happy even before you know what your business idea is. I want you to have intentionality behind. Becoming happy first and foremost every single day when you wake up. Because getting rich doesn't guarantee happiness. You know, I've taught before on this podcast several times that yes, having a lot of money decreases your chances of unhappy moments. Like your car is probably not going to break down if it's brand new. And it increases your chances of having happy moments, meaning sometimes it's easier to be happy at the Ritz or at the Four Seasons than it is at a Motel 6. But it doesn't guarantee happiness. But becoming wealthy in itself, it doesn't make you happy. I have friends who are quite wealthy. Friends that most people say, God, I'd give anything to have that net worth or that income or that amount of money or those things. But honestly, if you knew them, a lot of them are very unhappy. It's not because of their level of wealth. It's because of their happiness habits or lack thereof. It's a lot like Tony Robbins teaches about generosity. Follow me on this parallel here. You've heard Tony teach before that if you're not practicing being generous when you're broke, then you're not going to be generous once you're rich. It doesn't work that way. It's something you start practicing right now. Well, Happiness goes the same way. But a lot of the people that have everything that you think you want and are still unhappy, it's because they're missing some of the things that I'm about to explain that have gone so far in me being a happy individual on a regular basis. And I hope that as I explain a couple of these things, you choose to adopt some of them or all of them on a daily basis because no longer should we have this epidemic of unhappy, successful people. Imagine the world if everybody was happy first and successful as a close second. How kick-ass of a world would that be? So I'm here to tell you that your happiness comes from a series of habits. My happiness comes from a series of habits. Something I've worked on, like I said earlier, developed almost like a muscle that you work out all the time. One of those sets of habits has been our daily walks and workouts. I have put my health and my physical fitness first. Lori has been such a great example for me, to help me build that up as a habit. I've put my walks, my workouts, my food choices, all of those things first. Now, that doesn't mean it's a 100% perfect. What it means is overwhelmingly, the majority of time, every single day I'm working out in some form, I'm sweating in some form, I'm moving my body in some form, and I'm making good food choices most of the day. That results in a happier person, I promise you. So I ask you, How have your food choices been the past week or the past month? How have your alcohol choices been the past week or the past month? How have you been moving your body for the past week or the past month? This is one of the easiest things you can change. My happiness has also come from my gratitude practices. I've done episode after episode on my gratitude practices, so I'm not going to explain them now. But when I wake up first thing in the morning... I'm already into my gratitude practice. I make it so that it is literally impossible for me to, quote, wake up on the wrong side of the bed. So what are your gratitude practices? What are you doing to ensure that you're focusing on what you have and not on what you don't? What are you doing to make sure that you are taking inventory of your blessings and your breaks and not your gaps or your challenges? Because that is something that is intentional. Reading, finding positive propaganda, seeking the things that will make you happy and turning off the things that will make you unhappy, such as news or just letting any old propaganda fall into your lap. That's another habit that takes developing but pays huge dividends when it comes to your happiness. Finding hope in positive propaganda every single day through the form of podcasts. Thanks for listening, by the way. This is a form of doing it reading the right things, listening to the right audiobooks, choosing the right people to follow on social media. Those are all things that will increase your happiness. And one more thing has been, we have always rich, poor, and everything in between plugged into an inspiring tribe. For as long as I can remember now, Lori and I have had a zero tolerance policy around being people that make us unhappy. We are not afraid to separate ourselves from those who make us unhappy because our happiness is paramount. It comes first and foremost. Happiness is a right, by the way. Happiness is a right for you to pursue, for you to have, and anybody can have it. But your tribe is either going to help you with that or hurt you with that. And you need to make some tough choices when it comes to that tribe so that you can put your happiness first so everything else falls into place that much easier. Because remember when I was telling you, a happy person is someone that people want to lead them. Is that you know, a happy person is somebody that people want to do business with? A happy person is somebody that gets opportunities that unhappy people don't get. And your tribe might be chipping away at those opportunities. And this this isn't all the time thing, guys. This is not like you do it for a little while and then you quit. Right When you go to the gym, you don't get to go for 30 days and then never go again. It's an all-the-time thing. I still do the work daily to be happy. And when people say to me, why are you so happy? What's your secret? My favorite thing to talk about are some of these habits. And that's the level of happiness that I want you to get to. Happiness is a result of your habits and the intentionality of your outlook. Let me repeat that. Happiness is a result of your habits and the intentionality of your outlook. How intentional are you about the outlook that you have in every moment, in every opportunity, in every incident that happens? It's an easy thing to change. It's a simple thing to change. You can change it in the matter of an instance. And then you got to keep making those right choices over and over and over again. And when you do, your opportunities will come pouring in, your money will come pouring in, your wealth will come pouring in, and all of it will feel that much better because you're happy. Because none of that feels good when you're unhappy. Remember, money is just a magnifier. So it's either going to make you happier when you build those habits, or it's going to make you unhappier if you have the wrong habits or no intentionality behind it. My hope for all of you is that you choose happy because it makes everything else that much better. It helps make you good people. And you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.